Well, good Sunday evening to you. Last week, I was talking about faith, this mysterious subject that comes up in so many conversations uh, about this this thing that in the Bible or in, in other belief systems that we call faith. And and what exactly is it? It's uh, it's trust in something. It's being certain of something. It's believing. It's spirituality. It's piety. It's all different types of of words that you could substitute for faith. So when it gets that convoluted or that that broad. <coughs> I tend to uh, turn back to Scripture to try to find out what that has been telling me. It's a discipline that I've been been honing for over 30 years. That Instead of depending on my own gray matter to come up with the answer to something, I turn back to the the tool that God gave us all, and and that's what we call the Scripture or the Bible. And in Hebrews, in the 11th chapter of Hebrews, it says faith is being sure of what we hope for. He's describing faith here. The writer's describing what faith is. is being sure of what we hope for. And certain of what we do not see. Now, sure and, and certain are basically the same word. It's written in, in a poetic form here. So not to be repetitive. But let's take that first part. Of being Faith is being sure of what we hope for. I don't think that means that it is a promise of what we hope for will come to fruition. I don't think that's what it means. I think it means exactly what it says. That with faith, when we have faith and hope is needed, that we are certain that what we're hoping for is the right thing. Hmm. Even as I say that out loud, it seems, oh, that, that just doesn't, that doesn't seem right. But I think it is. You see, because hope is, hope is, can be, is like that mustard seed of faith that we talked about last week. Hope can be very, very small. Just a couple of weeks of football season. NFL football season starts again, and my hope will be for the Dallas Cowboys to go to the Super Bowl. It's the same hope I've had for 25 or 26 years now. It's been that long, and I do have hope that they will do well, and they will go all the way to the Super Bowl. All right. But I cannot be certain of that. Matter of fact, <laughs> it doesn't even approach the word of being certain that that's what's going to happen. I just hope it does. There's other things like that, that that we just take that word and, and, and use it just in everyday talk. Hope you have a good day. Hope it all goes well. Hope we get some rain. Right. And those are things I guess we can hope for when we take that very small sliver of this thing called hope. But the Bible doesn't talk about small slivers. The Bible's talking about faith and hope in the same sentence. And it says, faith is being sure of what we hope for. I think when we have faith, when faith is part of our life, and we're going to talk about that more here in just a minute, but keep this in mind. When faith is part of your life and, you're, and you are using that 
as part of your life, everyday life. When you wake up every single day and you are filled with the faith, this gift from God that he, he told us, he gave everyone a measure of, a measure of faith, everyone, believers and non-believers, men and women, the old and the young. It doesn't matter if you're from Texas or you're a Yankee. It makes no difference to God. He has given each of us a measure of faith. And when we get to that point in our walk with Christ, in our religious life, when we get to that point and, there's, and we're living a life of faith, and there comes a time for hope, and what we hope for, we can be certain, comes from God. You know, it's, uh, I remember two years ago, yesterday was the second year since my mother passed away, two years ago. You will also remember what was going on in our world at the time. It was that terrible thing that we had called coronavirus or COVID or pandemic or so many different words that we use for that, that, that time in history that will never be forgotten. They'll be writing about it for years and years and years. And even now today, it seems like it's, it's uh, trying to be rekindled. Not the virus, but the panic over the virus is trying to be rekindled. Well, mom had, had gotten COVID. She's 90 years old. She was uh, still in a slow, slow recovery from a stroke. My sister had called me and told me that my oldest sister, Sandy, and Mom both had COVID. And, and Sandy, had, Sandy and Cindy had become her caretaker after the stroke. And Cindy called, and, and I, could, I could hear the the fear in her in her voice that two people that, that we love very much were very very sick and I told her she needed to call an ambulance and I left I think she'd call me as I was just getting out of church and I left there and I headed to Sandy's house Sandy and mom's house and in the in that whole trip uh, I was, well, I was, I was wondering what was going to happen. I wasn't fearful of what was going to happen. I just wondered what was going to be the next chapter in their life. See, my mom taught me about faith, about trusting in God, of knowing that He's always there. He's always there. You know, when when she had that stroke, I remember when she had that stroke, it was a few years before she got the COVID and she was in the hospital. And again, then her vitals were very, I mean, they were scary. The doctors had told us that there was a chance that she would not survive. And we were standing by her bedside and, and her vitals began to improve slightly, but there was an improvement there. And without opening her eyes, I could see her her lips were moving and she was trying to say something and she said Jesus and that was it 
She said nothing else. That was the only word that came out of her mouth, and then it was silent again for days. But even in that that time of her life, that that may have been the end of her life, there was one thought on her mind, and that was the word, that was the man that she loved, the, the God that she loved. And she said, Jesus. Well, when I got to the house after Cindy had called me two years ago, and the ambulance was already there, where everyone was wearing the stupid mask. And I went in, and, I, and, and they had not gotten her out of her bed yet, but they were in her room with her, and they were prepping her for the trip. And I looked at her, and, and she looked frail and old, and she looked scared. And then I went in, and I checked on Sandy, and her breathing was terrible. She was having a hard, hard time breathing. And COVID was in that house. It was everywhere. It was so strong. And then I watched them as they put mom into the back of that ambulance. And I was looking at her. I was, I was just watching her. And and uh, the fear in her eyes. And as I as they closed the doors, I, I, I wondered if I would ever see her alive again. You see, if you remember back then, uh, during the days of COVID, they wouldn't let people into the hospitals, and it was the case here. Mom was inside. We were allowed on the first floor of the hospital, and that was about as far as we could go at that time. She was in ICU. She was under under their care. And the next hours were long and and lonely fearing what was happening. In the meantime, my sister had been transported to a different hospital. Oh, it was just, it was incredible. And I thought about everything that mom had ever taught us, the Bible and pastors and, and, and friends over time about being in a storm and what it was, <coughs> what it was like to be in these storms. And I felt like I was in a storm. But I remembered that in my own teachings, of what I told people, that if you walk into that storm and you leave behind anything, any part of God behind, that storm is going to be terrible. But when you're in that storm and you look up and you know that he's there with you, that he's guiding you through that storm. And sometimes he's, he's there to... To guide you, sometimes he's there to do it for you. Sometimes he tells you, just be still and let me be God. But that doesn't take away that part of us that hopes. And I knew that my hope, although it did not feel right, came from God. And my hope was that because she was old and so sick, my hope was this, that he would come quickly, take her home. It's hard for me to say, and I imagine some people right now who are listening to this, they may not ever understand that. I wasn't wishing for her to die. I was certain that she was dying. I could have hoped for a, a miraculous recovery. 
but it would have been empty hope. You see, my only hope was that he would come quickly, take her away, take her away from the terrible world that we were living in at the time because it was an awful place to be, an absolute terrible place to be. You go back and, and, and sit down and just think about those days from March of 2020 all the way up the next two, two and a half years, whatever it was, and remember all the things that we were going through beyond the actual virus itself, the COVID itself. What we witnessed happening to our world, it was a terrible thing. I wouldn't have hoped my worst enemy be subjected to that much less the woman who who raised me, my mom. Faith is being sure of what we hope for. In that moment, on that day, as they closed that ambulance door, I was certain of what I was hoping for. I was guided by God. hope, being sure of what we hope for, and certain of what we do not see. Well, I I promise you last time I won't make these too long, but I do promise you this. Next time we're going to take this second part of that uh, that verse where it says, and certain of what we do not see. And we'll look at that closer. In the meantime, have a wonderful, wonderful Sunday afternoon. And, well, I hope today was a good one, and I hope tomorrow will be a better one.